alone. Are you talking to me? I love it, dude. Nothing better. Nothing better than Pantera. At least for me. So I guess I'm going to go ahead and let y'all know about this fucking story that if I don't record it now, I'll fucking forget to tell you. Because it's one of my jams, baby. 14 years old, man. First concert I ever went to. First of all, let's go ahead and all get together and think as a whole. Um, the purpose is asking you right now, what was your first concert? If anyone would like to go ahead and write in, email, comment, however it is that you can do this, um, answer. What was your first concert? And how embarrassing is it? Or how awesome is it, you know? In my case, it was fucking the shit. My first concert was Pantera opening up for Skid Row, 1989, in a little town called Sioux City, Iowa. I had no fucking clue who Pantera was, but I damned sure knew who Skid Row was because MTV wouldn't stop playing them. You know, 18 in life, you got it. 18 in life to go. And then, you know, they had the little uh, sad song, which was, um, I woke up to the sound of pouring rain. Remember you with me. I think he said, I remember you at some point. Anyway, so I'm at my grandpa's house. I, somebody probably had died. I'm not real sure how that went, but, um, to cheer me up, my buddy Jesse Lee, who was like on the precipice of the fucking good tunes, dude. Like he was the first one to slip me a Guns N' Roses tape in nineteen oh Guns N' Roses tape in nineteen eighty seven, right? So I'm how old was it then? Just a little twelve year old boy. I got Guns N' Roses in my head, and I'm thinking, man, I want to live like those guys. I don't know what Mister Brownstone means. I don't know what night train is. You know, I want to find this Paradise City. You know. I, I feel like, you know, I feel like Axl Rose does all the time, and I'm 12. So by the time I get to this fucking goddamn 1989 situation where I'm a little bit older, you know, I'm fucking, uh, you know, I'm on, the, I'm on the precipice of testosterone. I almost have pubic, pubic hairs. <laughs> anyway, my first concert was fucking Pantera opening up for goddamn Skid Row. And I made the other way around. No, Skid Row was definitely the headliner. But um, my buddy Jesse, he was, like, so cool. He just knew that, like, the fucking real show was fucking Pantera. And he was, like, 14. Like, we had to talk his brother into taking us. And we had a change of clothes and everything. Like, I think I said I was going to go stay. I think, uh, I can't remember if my parents knew I was going to go to this goddamn concert or Maybe I just brought a change of clothes because I had like uh, what I thought was cool at the time was like uh, some uh, Zumbo shorts or something. Some of the Z and they're like uh, they had electric electric um, like giraffe thing happening. You know, it was way cooler than the jeans I was going to wear. And then definitely no shirt. I was just zipping in that motherfucker, 
you know, um, with my buddy Jesse, we're going to see some rock and roll. My first concert. No, uh, my first concert. Jesse gets me right up front, man. Jesse gets me right up front. And it's a bunch of grown-ass men wasted with really long hair. It's 1989. Like, 1989. This was fucking on the radio. Yeah. Like this. On the radio. Are you talking to me? Hey, Siri, play Skid Row. And then, you know, these are the headliners. It was like top fucking 40 shit, dude. Casey Casey was like, well, I don't understand what all this is about. Because, uh, hey, today on the top 10, we got Skid Row, Metallica, and fucking some band named Warrant. So this is why I went to the concert, man. I was in love with this girl named Amy. And she broke up with me. You know. Fourteen's hard. And then they just go right into the middle. And Sebastian was beautiful. Like, he could have been a girl. Uh, long story long. Jesse, coolest, most hardcore motherfucker ever, says we're going up front. I'm like, I love it. I don't know what up front means. <sighs> Once again, grown men. Just, just, you know, to me, grown men was anything over 15. You know, these dudes were sweaty and wore leather and they were mean and they had no patience for Jesse and I, but we held strong, dude. And Jesse knew he wanted to see Pantera, dude. Like we were not fucking getting, he's like, we're getting on the rail, dude. We're getting on the rail. I'm like, what's a rail? And he showed me, he's like, we're getting right up there, dude. I'm like, okay, but we couldn't get quite to the rail. So what ended up happening is that the concert starts, man, and it is a fucking full-on onslaught of just a fucking, like, a pit. A pit happens. Like, we're in the pit. We're in the pit. Like, people are punching each other. Everything has gone on that I'm, it's my first concert, dude. And I was ready for anything, and everything happened on this particular day. Um, I remember picking my feet up because I was so squeezed together and like Jesse did the same thing. I remember like the pit like was going in a in a way that it was like a circle, like a tornado sort of. And I remember like looking at Jesse and he's looking at me. We we're trying to keep up running. And I just like picked my feet up and he picked his feet up and like they it, they took us in a circle and we looked at each other the whole time like we we're on some ride in a fucking <laughs> amusement park. And then they finally like, you know, the pit uh, loosened up a bit. And we fell down. We're just giggling. And like we ran back to the fucking second row because we couldn't get on that rail because these cocksuckers with their girlfriends, you know. 
anyway, so Jesse and I are just like, he knew to be in front of Dimebag Daryl. You know, he just knew. Jesse knew he's a 14-year-old boy and just knew where to take me. And so, like, we're little boys amongst men. You know, I have my shirt off, and Jesse's just Jesse, you know, just trying to be tough for me. But he's a little kid. And Dimebag Daryl noticed us, dude. And he's just like, hey, little dudes, in between songs. We're like, hey, man, holy shit. Redbeard is what we called him. Like, he wasn't Dimebag Daryl to um, myself nor Jesse at the time. He was Redbeard because he always had a red beard. So fucking um, lo and behold, if you guys remember, uh, Super Soakers. Uh, Super Soakers were these things that could hold a whole lot of water. And they had just come out that summer. You know, they had like a double barrel situation on the fucking top and you could like load a bunch of water in from the bottom and you could load a bunch of fucking water in there. And then like if they, they you could pump it up like a, you know, like a shotgun sort of and like build pressure. And when the water came out, it was kind of like, you know, decently, you know, that shit could go far. So there's some PSIs behind it is what I'm trying to say. And so in between songs, guys, fucking. Hey, 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 Siri. Hey, Siri. Shit. Play more Pantera. Yeah, do it. Oh, next song by Pantera. Hey Siri, play the next song by Pantera. She always lies. So yeah, this is an interlude because of Siri. Hey Siri, play Vulgar Display of Power by Pantera. <laughs> yeah. You get a mouth of a war. So this kind of music is fucking happening, dude, and we are little boys in a fucking mixture of human just 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 drunken dudes fucking on speed and they're wearing leather and it's like hot out and they're just sweaty and they're whipping their hair on us and jeffy and i jesse and i can't get enough wasn't brian adams definitely not whitney houston or new kids on the block yeah Contagious. So the super soakers were the fucking fad that particular summer, man. And Dimebag Daryl must have, you know, brought a couple up from Texas because what he ended up doing is like being very impressed with the fact that me and Jesse were hanging in, hanging in, dude. Second row the whole fucking night, dude. I mean, they didn't want us there, and we were just—I don't know. I just did what Jesse said. He's just like, we're not going nowhere, dude. I'm like, okay, okay. Well, that's what we're doing. And Dimebag Daryl kept seeing us. Hey, little dudes, hang in there. Hey, little dudes. 
and we're like talking to him because we were like, dude, I couldn't fucking spit on his foot the whole night. And he kept looking at us and smiling and gives devil horns and shit. So eventually this cocksucker goes backstage and starts filling up his super soaker with keg beer in between songs. And he just like, he'd tell the guys in front, move out of the way. These are for the little dudes. And Dimebag Daryl was like fucking like, 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 uh, well, you know, he pumped up the fucking goddamn super soaker. And he was spraying fucking beer into me and Jesse's face. And we we're like drinking beer from Dimebag Daryl in between songs. Because Phil and Son would just like talk his ass off the whole fucking goddamn in between songs. And Dimebag had enough of it. And he had like his entertainment for the night. It was like getting me and Jesse drunk. And holy shit. Like you, you, you think you can't get drunk from a super soaker coming like at you fucking really, really fast? Oh, you can. Especially when you're 14. And man, that was just one of the most amazing things that has ever happened to me and that was my first concert and i i'm not making one bit of this up dude i couldn't i'm not that creative but yeah dying back daryl dude and then when he died i mean fuck phil and Sobo for real like what a fucking cunt you know like i hate lead singers when they get that way but what phil did was just fucking ugh. Blah, 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 blah. and dying back is just a fucking like listen to what he does listen to what he can do like, listen to this. You play guitar that fast? That's one man playing guitar. That's Dimebag Daryl, baby. He got me and my friend Jesse drunk at our first concert. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. 